there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. The Balls and Strikes podcast is brought to you by Elkhorn Training Camp. Let's have some fun and play ball! My name is Mike Alessandro, co-founder and managing partner of the Elkhorn Training Camp. I am excited to be here today on the Balls and Strikes podcast, joined by Mr. Aaron Polinski. What we like to do here on the Balls and Strikes podcast is talk about the wonderful game of baseball, interesting stories, and most importantly, highlight locally grown talent and their journey uh, through the very challenging game of baseball. So welcome, Aaron. How are you today? Mike, I'm good. Thanks for having me. Excellent. Excellent. Well, of course, you can see I'm rocking the Dodgers jersey because we're on the start of spring training here. Aaron's off to the New York Yankees uh, spring training camp. And we always dream as baseball fans that it's a New York Yankees, Los Angeles Dodgers World Series. So this is good karma. Uh, and hopefully the Yankees will come through on the American League side. So oh, yeah. thanks thanks again, everyone, for joining. And thanks, Aaron, for making the time. So let's talk about your journey, right? Yep. Let's talk about... Uh, what you have done in baseball, the path that you've been on, and most importantly for our lesson, uh, listeners, excuse me, how hard you know the game of baseball is, uh, the good things you've been through, the challenging things you've been through, and most importantly, the opportunity that's in front of you. So let's kind of start. Uh, born and raised here in the Omaha Papillion area, is that right? Yes, sir. Yep. Excellent. When did you start playing baseball? Well, uh, <laughs> that's kind of an interesting question. You know, baseball has always been a part of my family. Sure. Uh, so my dad, uh, Jim Polinski, he played college baseball at UNO, transferred to Creighton, finished his career there. Uh, had three older brothers that all played baseball. So, I mean, I've been playing baseball since I could walk. I mean, uh, you know, my first baseball game was in the backyard with my brothers, you know, my cousins and stuff like that. Uh, so I've always been playing baseball one way or another. But I guess it officially started when I was eight. So I never played any t-ball, nothing, coach pitch like that. Uh, my first organized, you know, league or whatever was uh the papillion rec organization when i was eight sure um, so then after that you know nines through 14s played select and stuff like that so so not optional in your family right well i mean they gave us the option but i mean it was kind of out there that baseball was going to be the uh, the wisest choice i guess sure so at age eight uh when you look back at the start of you know your baseball career who was the best in the family well, uh, <laughs> whenever people ask that question, I usually just say, I mean, I'm the one that's still playing. So <laughs> there you go. There you go. Great answer. Great answer. Well, let's talk a little bit about your experience in youth baseball, right? Because, you know, the baseball journey, it doesn't start, you know, when you're in high school, right? Or in college, let's talk about some of the experiences you had at the youth level. Uh, were you, did you play select ball? Were you coached by your dad? Tell us a little bit about that. Right. Yeah. So, uh, when I was eight, in rec ball, I was coached by my dad. Okay. Um, I actually played a year with my brother, Ben. He's two years older than me. Okay. So it was like the the nines and tens uh, age group or whatever, but I played 
as I, when I was eight. Okay. Um, and then when I was nine years old, I played for the Papillion Monarchs, um, just in, you know, the Papillion Select Organization. Sure. Um, my dad was not my coach, but then 10s through 14s, my dad was my coach. So uh, pretty much for most of my career, my dad was coaching me, you know, in one way or another, whether it was he was the official head coach or even when I was in high school, you know, he always was showing me BP, you know, giving me baseball advice. So one way or another, my dad's pretty much always been my coach. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So when you look back at it, you know, and be, I know you're going to be humble, but be honest with us, you know, between those ages of 10 and 14, were you the best kid on the team? <laughs> well, I was in the lineup every day, usually hitting somewhere between, you know, one to five. So I mean, sure. I was, I was, I was a pretty good player. So excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Well, let's talk about, I mean, what was your best experience of youth select baseball? I have a son that plays youth select baseball. There's a lot of good things, right? And, and sometimes things get interesting on occasion, right? So talk, talk to us about, you know, the good that you experienced. Yeah, you know, playing youth sports, um, I mean, it's just great, whether it's baseball, basketball, football, whatever. It's always great playing new sports because it gives you a sense of teamwork, you know, working together with uh, with people. You know, you get to make some friends at a young age um, and, you know, the you know, just the athletic competition. You know, it's you know good for your physical health, you know, your mental health. You know, competition is a great thing. Um, so youth sports, um, you know, youth baseball, especially, you know, just made some friends, um, had a ton of fun, you know, playing baseball, learning the game. Um, so I, I had a great time in new sports. Excellent. Did you play other sports while you were growing up? So my only other sports was backyard football, driveway basketball. So growing up, my only organized sport was baseball. Okay. Um, but I was familiar with all the sports, you know, just like I said, my three older brothers, you know, whether it was my choice or not, we were playing something on, on some day. So very athletic family, always, always doing something. I mean, even today, uh, you know, my brothers, they're in a tennis league. Um, I would be in the tennis league if I didn't, if I didn't play professional baseball, um, but uh, they're in a tennis league, so they're staying active. You know, my brother Sam, he's a teacher at Papio South. Um, so we'll go to the gym and, you know, play some basketball sure. or, you know, uh, or even my uncle, he, you know, every winter he floods his backyard and we play hockey back there. There you so, go. That's uh, awesome. So sports is just ingrained in our in our family. Excellent. Excellent. Well, I think this is timely on Monday. Uh, high school baseball tryouts start out, uh, you know, here in uh, Nebraska. You know, talk to us about what you remember, right, when you were – obviously going into Papio South as a freshman. Now, what was it like for you during tryouts? What was your mindset like? Yeah. So um, going into tryouts, I just wanted to make a good impression. Um, you know, obviously I had three older brothers that went to the school. So all the coaches knew who I was, you know, okay. they, they knew that I was a good player. Um, but I, I always kind of wanted to get away from, uh, you know, having my brother's careers and my brother's sure. lives were to define to define what I was going to be. So I wanted to kind of make my own, my own impression, you know, not just like, Oh yeah, your brothers were this way. So you're going to be this way. You know, even though for the most part, it kind of was that way. I still wanted to do it. Sure. I still wanted to do it myself. Absolutely. You know, I, I didn't want anything handed to me. So right. I worked hard. You know, I always made sure that I was always giving better effort than the guy next to me, always doing an extra thing, you know, just doing whatever I can to separate myself. Yeah, absolutely. Well, tell us a little bit about, um, I believe you started, on the varsity as a sophomore, is that correct? Mm -hmm, yeah. Uh, talk to us a little bit about, you know, your high school experience pay, playing at Papio South. You obviously had numerous accolades, uh, but what? Uh, talk to us a little bit about the junior, uh, the journey. Excuse me. How was it? You know, when you were a sophomore versus when you were a senior. Yeah. So as a sophomore, um, my my older brother Ben again. I actually played with him. He was a senior uh, when I was a sophomore. Um, but you know, as a sophomore, I you know I started 
pretty much every game. You know, I, I played quite a bit. Um, you know, I, I definitely was nervous when I first started because you know, I'm the young guy, you know, I'm sophomore in varsity, you know, it happens. It's not super common, you know, there's, sure. you know, maybe, you know, one or two sophomores on a varsity team. Um, but, you know, I was nervous, but, you know, I, I still gave it my all, you know, I, I learned from the older guys, um, you know, watch how they work and stuff like that. Um, it's something that I still do, you know, spring training, seeing veterans, you know, I still sure. learn from them. Uh, but, you know, being a sophomore, you know, I wasn't necessarily um, the one that everybody looked up to. It was me more. Or it was more me looking up to them. Yeah, sure. Um, so I just kind of watched how they went about their business. So that way, by the time I was in a role of, you know, leadership, as you know, as a junior, as a senior, mm -hmm. um, I was a little more prepared. And, you know, especially me as a senior, I had been there the longest, um, you know, because I was on varsity as a sophomore. Yeah. I was able to, you know, do the things that I had learned from, you know, my brother, my teammates and stuff like that um, so that I could then make an impact on the younger players. Sure. Absolutely. Who were your role models when you were playing in, in high school? Obviously, uh, we're all impacted by you know our parents. Our dads typically have coached us. Um, talk to us a little bit about you know who were your mentors and your role models uh, during your time at Papio South. Yeah, so first and foremost, definitely my dad. Um, yep. And my dad actually did help uh, with the varsity team when I was there. Um, Excellent. Like on the team. He wasn't – he was just volunteer coach. Sure. Um, but definitely my dad. You know, he – he still throws me batting practices today. Like, you know, he literally threw batting practice me earlier today. So, um, he, he, like, he's just, he's just the best, you know, any, anything, any baseball question that I would have, he would give me a great answer. So definitely my dad. Um, another one, uh, is my older, oldest brother, Caleb. Um, he, he played at Papio South. Um, he had a career at UNO. Okay. Um, yeah. and then he played, he had a short little indie ball stint. Um, I think he played in Indiana, but I don't, I don't remember the team. Um, but definitely him. And I still, I still get a lot of advice from him today. Um, I actually trust him, you know, up there even more so than some of my current coaches, you know, don't tell him I said that, but you know, <laughs> you know, it's just the, you know, the older brother, you know, I, I look up to him. Sure. Um, so I would say those two are, are my biggest role models. I would say. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we know baseball is a game of failure. Mm -hmm. It's a game of fighting through adversity, right? Especially, you know, trying to get to the level that uh, you're at uh, in your professional career. Talk to the listeners a little bit about maybe a time you were knocked down, right? Not necessarily physically, mm -hmm. but uh, when you had some challenging times during your high school career. Yeah. Um, you know, I remember when I was a senior, um, so I, I had already committed to play at Southeast Community College. Um, sure. I committed in the, you know, the winter before my senior year. Okay. Um, but I remember, so going, going into that season, you know, I really, really wanted to be All-State. You know, I wanted to not only show that I was, you know, going to go on and play the next level, I want to show that I was the best at this level. Um, didn't have a great, you know, I, I had a good senior spring, but I wasn't all state, you know, I got the, you know, the honorable mention, stuff like that. Um, we didn't, we didn't make the state tournament. Um, mm -hmm. and that I, I took that personal, you know, being a senior, you know, this is supposed to be my year. Like we were supposed to at least make it to state, you know, we wanted to make a run at the state championship, but we didn't even make it to state. So then, uh, in between the spring and the summer, I really took it on myself to, I'm going to. I'm going to do the best that I can. I'm going to work harder than everybody. I'm going to show that, that, you know, we need to get to state champ or to the, the state tournament, state championship. So I, I pushed my games to the next level. I, I had a great senior uh, summer, uh, even though, you know, I wouldn't necessarily, we had a great team, like talent wise, we, we played above our uh, ability all summer. We had for, for what we had and what we were working with, I would definitely say we overachieved, you know, we made the, we made the state tournament. We won a game. Uh, so we, we started off one and zero. you know, we ended up losing our next two games, but, uh, 
you know, just that, that whole process of grinding through, um, I, I just think it really set me up for success in my college and now professional career. Yeah, absolutely. It's always gratifying when you, you know, exceed, right. The quote unquote ability that, uh, you know, a, a particular team or, or ability that people think you have when you overachieve, that's always more gratifying than just meeting, you know, what you're supposed to do. Right. Right. Uh, Talk to us a little bit about your college recruitment. I know you uh, went to, you started off your college journey at Southeast Community College, but what was the recruitment process like for you? Was it enjoyable? Was it frustrating? Talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I uh, I wasn't very heavily recruited out of high school. You know, okay. I, I got, you know, a couple letters, you know, when I was a sophomore and a junior, but nothing that was, you know, like super serious. Um, I only went on one visit, Southeast Community College. I okay. only got one scholarship, Southeast Community College. Um, you know, I, I talked to a handful of, of schools and stuff like that, but I, I was not super heavily recruited. You know, I didn't go to a ton of camps and everything, um, you know, and I still don't, you know, necessarily think that camps are, you know, the best way, you know, on field talent's going to, or on the field talent and, you know, how hard you work is going to be the most important thing in my opinion. Um, but yeah, I, I, I would say I was overlooked, you know, especially because, you know, like I said, I only got the one scholarship. Um, but I was definitely discouraged, um, you know, before signing because I was like, man, am I going to, am I going to go and play college? Because, you know, not very, sure. not very many, uh, schools are talking to me. Um, but, you know, obviously I'm super happy with my decision, super happy that I, I did go to Southeast um, and, you know, grateful for that opportunity that I had. Absolutely. So what advice would you have to some of the young players out there that, you know, aren't, aren't getting all the recruiting calls that they would expect, right? What uh, would you like to share with them? Yeah, you know, definitely number one is, you know, you're not going to get anywhere without working hard. Yeah. Um, so if you're lazy, um, you know, if you don't want to, you know, get extra swings or whatever. That's some of the biggest separating uh, factors right there. You know, you can have all the talent in the world, but if, you know, if you're, you know, there's that old saying, you know, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. That's right. Um, so just finding ways to separate yourself. One is very important. Um, two, you know, there's uh, it's called like reverse recruiting. You know, you can send out emails to coaches, you know, you can send out, you know, stuff like that, or, you know, attending camps. Um, you know, I've already kind of said, you know, how I feel about that, but, uh, you know, just not giving up. And, mm -hmm. and then, you know, when you do get your opportunities on the field, um, uh, you know, just make the most of it, you know, as long as you do your best, you know, there's nothing you can hang your head about, you know, you know, strikeouts are going to happen, errors right. are going to happen, you know, whatever yeah. things like that. But, uh, you know, just making the most of your opportunities is very important. Sure. Absolutely. You obviously had a great productive season at Southeast community college that led to the recruitment, um, uh, that uh, red school down in Lincoln. So talk to us about, you know, when Nebraska reached out to you and then obviously you played uh, pretty much, I think you played in every game at Nebraska for two straight years. So talk to us about how you ended up at the big red and uh, a few of the highlights uh, of your career. Yeah. So uh, I remember it was right after uh, the last game of the season at Southeast community college. Uh, mm -hmm. It was actually on the bus ride home. Uh, my coach, Dion Parks, he, you know, called me up to the bus. He goes, Aaron, Hey, I want to talk to you. Uh, he goes, I can mean one of two things, right? right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, he says, you know, got a call from Nebraska, you know, they, you know, Darren Erstad at the time was a coach. He goes, uh, he wants to call you. He wants to set up a, you know, a crew visit, stuff like that. Um, and I was super excited, you know, Absolutely. I'm, I'm from Nebraska. I yeah. want to play for Nebraska. Sure. Um, I had a couple other, you know, uh, like, I guess phone calls with yep. other teams and Inquiries, coaches, and stuff like yeah. that. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I didn't. I'm not saying I didn't take them seriously. I did. 
Um, but you know, Nebraska is different. You know, I'm, sure. I'm from Nebraska. Um, I remember I went on a visit, you know, like a week or two after the season was over, something like that. Um, committed very shortly after. Sure. Um, so I, uh, you know, I was just super excited to go to Nebraska. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you achieved all big 10 honors. I think you, like I already mentioned, you played in every game, but you also took care of things in the classroom, right? Weren't you ac- academic all big 10 as well? I was. Yeah. Awesome. So talk to, you know, I mean, talk to the audience about, you know, kind of the importance of that aspect too, right? Because I think as you're trying to get to the professional level, they look at all aspects of your character, right? Mm-hmm. So talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So um, if, you know, you got to be faithful in the little things, you know, like, sure. if, you know, if you're, if you're skipping classes, you know, if you're, if you're turning assignments in late, you know, like that, that doesn't go unnoticed, you know, uh, if, if your character is not, you know, coming through when nobody's looking, you know, how do you expect to come through when people are looking, you know, it's like integrity. So, you know, taking care of the, the little things are definitely sure. important and school is one of those things. Yeah, absolutely. What's the highlight of your Nebraska career? Oh man. Highlight of my Nebraska career. Didn't you hit like a bomb against, was it Oklahoma state? Well, that- I, I would say that's the highlight, but we ended up losing that game, you know, it okay. still sucks. Right. So <laughs> it was still a bomb. It, it was, yeah, it was a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So no, seriously, what other highlights you'd like to mention? Um, I mean, playing for Erstad was great. Um, you know, he, awesome. you know, what a grinder, right? Oh, absolutely. You know, he, you know, he, MLB all-star stuff like that. I mean, that absolutely. was awesome, but in ter- Oh, I got it. In terms of highlights, it was, uh, I was on second base. Okay. Um, we were playing Illinois. It was, I'm pretty sure a Saturday game. Uh, I was on second base. It was, it was either bottom of ninth or an extra innings. Joe Acker was hitting tie ball game. Yeah. Um, pretty sure there were two outs base hit through the, through the five, six hole. And I score the walk-off run. And I just remember celebrating with my teammates on the field, throwing water bottles and stuff. It was just, it, that was awesome. That is great. That yeah. is great. Well, talk to us a little bit about then the phone call that you got right from the Yankees, I believe, right? It was unexpected. Were you working at maybe Amazon? Is I it, was. That, all right. So talk to us about just the feeling of that phone call and how it got to where you're at now. Yeah. So I had, uh, I had talked to a couple, a couple of scouts, you know, from different teams, um, but I remember I was I was delivering packages for Amazon. Uh, yeah. I was I was doing that um, after the 2020 season because you know weren't playing baseball and I had sure. to something had to do something. Uh, I remember I, I you know I get a phone call. It's an unknown number. I assumed it was a team because you know I in especially in the last week I was talking to a few. Uh, you know, answer the phone. He's like, hey, uh, his name is Matt Ranson, the the scout that you know signed me. He goes, hey, Matt Ranson, New York Yankees. You know, whatever. And I was just like, oh my god. I'm, car and park right here let's <laughs> let's pull over for a second uh it was it was awesome it was just awesome yeah. yeah when was that it was in 2020 uh probably april or may sometime around there so is this then uh so you're leaving recently married congratulations by oh, the thank way you, yeah driving with the wife to tampa for yankee spring training on monday i believe mm-hmm. what um i mean from a stand from a standpoint of I guess expectations in your mind. What What do you? I'm just I'm just in awe of you know someone going to New York Yankees spring training. What What's going through your mind right now? Well, uh, number one is just getting there. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's absolutely. a two two day journey. Um, you know we're gonna stop halfway overnight. Uh, me and my wife Ariel. Um, and then you know official camp starts on uh, the sixth, but we got to be there a third. You know, do some physical sure. stuff like that. Absolutely. Um, you know 
I'm just expecting to work, you know, Absolutely. going to spring training. Is this uh, your third one or second? Is my third spring training. Third spring training. Yep. Okay. So, um, you know, I'm going there expecting to work, um, you know, finding, you know, like what I was saying earlier, finding anything that I can do to separate myself, you know, whether it's, you know, we're, you know, doing a sprint, I'm going to give more effort than the guy next to me, or, you know, maybe it's in the cage. I'm going to take another swing, you know, versus, you know, the guy next to me, you know, I'm, I'm going to do whatever I can to separate myself. Um, just to make myself as, you know, as attractive of an option uh, to, you know, be put on double A roster, triple A, you know, whatever, uh, you know, just doing whatever I can to make myself valuable. Have you, have you, have you solidified on a position or are you kind of open to, you know, several? Uh, it, like playing position? Yeah. Uh, so I've only played left field and right field. Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty much expecting that I'm going to be in, you know, splitting time between one of those two spots. Okay. Um, I wouldn't say I'm a left fielder. I'm a right fielder. You know, sure. I, I would just say I'm a quarter outfielder. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. What's the biggest thing that you've noticed? Obviously you're around the best players in the world. What, uh, what surprised you the most? I mean, really it's just the professionalism, you know, uh, Interesting. you know, you, you know, you got, you know, some high school kids, college kids, you know, I'm not saying they don't work hard, um, but you know, in professional baseball, like it's their job. You That's know? right. Like if if you're not working, like you're gonna get fired. Yeah. Um. So, uh, just the way that they go about their business, you know, they like they put focus and intensity into every rep. I'm not saying that you know they're they're like forcing themselves to exhaustion every sure. time. It's just like laser focus. It's right. like, uh, you know, this swing, I'm gonna focus on this right here, and I'm gonna execute it, even if it's not even a good hit. Like, sure. You know, you, you still gotta you know execute your stuff. Um, so it's just putting the intent into each rep. Absolutely. So how do you avoid being starstruck? Uh, you know, you're getting ready to hit BP and let's say you're following Aaron judge. Yeah. I mean, how do you not just sit there and gaze and, and just wonder, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Right. These guys are pretty good. Right. Um, you know, I got to remind myself I'm a professional too. You know, That's I'm, right. I'm not a big leaguer. I haven't been there yet. So I can't say I'm a big leaguer. Um, but I got to remind myself that like, like, if I don't believe that I belong, nobody's going to believe that. There you go. So there I go. just got to, you know, I, I have to, again, remind myself that I'm professional and prove to myself, prove to everybody that I do belong. Yeah. Do you have goals for this year? Uh, you know, I, I got some goals, you know, I, I would just like to be playing more. Um, you know, I, I've been playing, I haven't played a whole, I, I guess I, I would say I haven't been an everyday starter. Sure. Um, you know, that'd be a goal this year. Right. I wanna, high single A last year. Yep. I was okay. in high A last year. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm not necessarily so concerned on where I go. I just want to be, you want the reps, right? I want the reps, like, you know, looking in the lineup, like I almost want it to be surprised. Oh, I'm not playing today. You know what I mean? Sure. Uh, so I, I want to, I want to be in there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, congratulations again, you know, for a fantastic baseball journey. It's obviously, you know, just starting at the professional level for you, I guess, in wrapping up for our listeners, you know, there's a lot of kids out there, right. Uh, that have the same dream that you're pursuing. What'd you tell that kid right now? That's in, that's in high school that might be experiencing some challenges or they have a little doubt. I mean, you're a local kid. It's just proven that, you know, uh, these opportunities can open up with right with, uh, performance and hard work. What advice do you have for kids? You know, I would just say, uh, you know, just love the game. Yeah. You know, if, if you don't love the game, it's going to be really hard for you. You know, I, I've, I've seen some miserable guys. You know, they, they just just seems like, you know, they lost the love of the game. Um, you know, number two, have fun. Yeah. You know, love the game, have fun. Um, and then, you know, uh, you know, just be working hard. You know, like I was talking about being faithful in the little things, you know, just putting the work in um, and, you know, just being patient. You know, wait for your opportunity. And when your opportunity comes, take it. 
Absolutely. What do they say? The best, uh, you know, preparation uh, when preparation meets opportunity, right? That's when special things happen, right? right? Yeah. So thanks again for joining the Balls and Strikes podcast today. Uh, we're cheering for you from Omaha. Safe travels to Tampa and all the best, man. Yeah. Thank you, Mike. All right. Take care. Thank you. Media Production.